Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. We thank you for joining in the sharing of, of God's Word as we study and learn to abide in our respective journeys. In our daily walk with Christ, one thing we know is that there is our way and there is God's way. Let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for this opportunity to gather together, to read, to understand, to discuss, to interpret, to define your word, your word, that gives us peace and hope, your word that gives us direction and discernment, your word that guides us in the way that we should go and helps us in the midst of challenges, that comforts us when we feel pain, that lifts us up when we are down, and that gives us a place of refuge in the midst of the storm. God, all of those things are in your word. And God, I once again ask that you use me as a vessel to carry your word, your purpose, your mission, your desires forward to your people, to touch their hearts and to help them, to guide them and to lead them as you have called me to do. We thank you for this opportunity, Father, and all of these things we ask and pray in your son, Jesus' name. Today, I want to talk uh, this message about gifts and talents. And I'm going to take the text from 1 Peter uh, 4, 10, and 11. In the uh, NIRV, the New International Reader's Version, it says, God's gifts of grace come in many forms. Each of you has received a gift in order to serve others. You should use it faithfully. In verse 11, if you speak, you should do it like one speaking God's very words. If you serve, you should do it with the strength God provides. Then in all things, God will be praised through Jesus Christ. Give him the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. In the NIV, it talks about each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I'm going to read from the Amplified because it expands it even more so. The Amplified verse 10 says, As each of you has received a gift, a particular talent, spiritual talent, a gracious divine endowment, Employ it for one another as befits good trustees of God's many-sided grace, faithful stewards of the extremely diverse powers and gifts granted to Christians by unmerited favor. And verse 11 in the Amplified says, Whoever speaks, let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. Whoever renders service, let him do it, as with the strength which God, with which God furnishes abundantly, 
so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever through endless ages. Amen. Amen. So be it. Th that is a fairly in-depth, potent, packed description of gifts and, and how we should use it. So the, the, the topic today is be the gift you were given to be. Each of us has been given gifts to give. I just spoke to that in the scriptures. Gifts are defined in one respect as abilities the Holy Spirit has given to the church. Examples are prophecy, ministry, teaching, exhortation, giving, ruling, showing mercy, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation, apostles, helps, evangelists, and speaking. That's quite a lengthy list. It's not exhaustive, but that encompasses when the Bible speaks of gifts, what it has imparted. But I want to dig a little further into that. If you were looking in the dictionary definition of gifts, it says something given voluntarily without payment in return as to show favor toward, favor towards someone, honor an occasion, or make a gesture of assistance. The act of giving, something bestowed or acquired without any particular effort by the recipient or without it being earned. And then a special ability or capacity, capacity, natural endowment or talent. So that was that last definition was what was the first definition that we spoke of. But what I want to get you to do is to focus on the gift in two different perspectives. One is we're going to talk about here is giving the gifts. But before we get there, understand that you were given a gift. Look at it from the from the perspective of something was bestowed or acquired without any particular effort by the recipient you or without it being earned god has given you gifts and you didn't earn them god has bestowed upon you something that you didn't have to put forth an effort so that gift that you have been given that's in you was free of charge you didn't earn it you didn't work for it you didn't have to fine-tune it it was given. And so now, understanding that you have been given something divine, you have been giving something of, well, in, in, in the word talents, talents is often used in the Bible to measure value, weight, gold, silver. So you've been giving something priceless. Hmm. From that standpoint, then we look at what are we doing with that thing that we've been given? So the first point I want to make is to give freely. To give freely without complaining. In verse 8, it talks about, I'm going back a verse. Most of all, love one another deeply. Love erases many sins by forgiving them. Welcome others into your homes without complaining. The Amplified goes a little further. 
Verse 8, above all things, have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Verse 9, practice hospitality to one another, those of the household of faith. Be hospitable, be a lover of strangers with brotherly affection for the unknown guests, the foreigners, the poor, and all others who come your way, who are of Christ's body. And in each instance, do it ungrudgingly, cordially and graciously, without complaining, but as a, a representative of him. In other words, as a representative of God. I, I love that, without complaining. So you have been given a gift, a divine gift, a, a, a powerful gift. You didn't do anything for it. And all God is asking you to do is to share it with others. And yet we often find ourselves in that process, having a very difficult time sharing it with others because we complain. We, 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 we get upset. We're not hospitable. <laughs> it's funny because to me in that respect because why would how can we how can we be so it's laughable how can we be so self-absorbed so inclined to complain about something that we have been given that was intended to be shared with others and and yet we're i don't know borderline unthankful for it i'm i'm not sure um so we need to give freely without complaining we need to give to our fellow man in the way that god gave it to us we need to give that gift that we have been given to give that god gave us to give in the manner and in the way that he told us, subscribed to us, in, 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 prefers, advises, directs, if we're walking with Christ, to give. It, it's, it's not that complex. So, so if I were to, to look at uh, the word complain, and why I'm honing in on this, is to express grief or discontent, to make a formal accusation or charge. So you, you see just how it's an abomination to complain about giving something to others that you were given, to almost have a charge in Acts 20 and 35. In everything I did, I showed you that you must work hard and help the weak. We must remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And I want to put in a word about how not to give. There are times where we can offer the gift and it's for improper motives, right? It could be construed as a bribe. In other words, if we're giving to, to receive, or if we're giving, expecting, anticipating something in return, the gifts we were given were, were not given to us to use for our advantage, 
but for God's exaltation. That's the part about giving all glory and honor to God. So we want to give and give correctly. The second point I want to make is don't throw your pearls to swine. In Matthew 7 and 6, it says, do not give holy things to dogs. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they might walk all over them. Then they might turn around and tear you to pieces. In the Amplified, it talks about do not give that which is holy, the sacred thing, to the dogs. Do not throw your pearls to hogs or swine, lest they trample upon them with their feet and turn and tear you into pieces. Now, first for the dog lovers. The dogs were spoken about then were those wild dogs, like hyenas, way back then. Vicious, not man's best friend. And the only thing worse than being called, being called a dog back then was a swine or a pig. The point here is don't let others use you. In this passage, it was talking about those who have rejected Christ, those who have rejected God. That's the, the, Go to where God is celebrated, not tolerated or rejected right? Go to where it can be on fertile ground. If people are going to look at you and say, wow, you have this gift and I'm going to use it for my own self-edification, good benefit, that's not for God's glory. And they're going to try to manipulate you. Don't allow yourself to be manipulated in the use of the, and the application of your gift. It's, you're not asked to do that. It's, it's to the weak, to the humble, to the needy, to those who will appreciate that God placed that gift in you to give. And that brings them, what, closer in relationship with God. That brings the unbelievers to a place of believing, the doubters to a place of, of conviction by God getting the glory of you using the gift that was placed inside you to use. And the, and, the, and the last point is this, give often. You never know of the person that you see. If you were given the gift of joy and peace and love, and you throw a smile at someone who's having a bad day, that might be the highlight of their day. That might be the best thing that's ever happened to them. That could lift them up and give them hope and make them want to, to walk another day. That could even cause them to not want to take their life. Give the gift you were given to give. To not do this, to not do that, is like parents buying a birthday present for their child and who was going to a friend's birthday party. And that child going to the party and showing up and not giving the gift they were given to give. Not giving the gift they were given to give. That breaks so many things. First of all, it's not their gift. It's not their choice. And they're going to show love and kindness and to celebrate. That's for someone else. They say the richest place on the face of the planet is the, is the graveyard, the cemetery, because so many gifts are buried there. People took the gifts that they had and they took them with them. They never used them. Heed the leadings, that thing inside of you that tells you, it may not make sense. It may be for a reason. You can't even begin, but you know that you know that you know deep down inside that you're supposed to do that thing for that someone. It could be a complete stranger. It could be a family member. Guess what? Forgiveness is something that you can give. And some of us have the gift of forgiveness. 
even without people asking for forgiveness. The gift of knowledge, wisdom, sharing. I went through a long list of gifts, right? I went through a long list. Each one of us, every Christian, has been given a gift. Some multiple. And it is a travesty to not give freely of those gifts. Why? Because God gave us a gift. Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, through Christ having made that sacrifice in the NIRV. When you sin, the pay you get is death. But God gives you the gift of eternal life because of Jesus Christ our Lord, because of what he has done. In my own life, I have learned that when I'm focused on giving my gift, I've had stories of people coming back to me saying, you have no idea what I was going through at the time that I was dealing and interacting with you. And you, you, what you invested in me gave me hope. The fact that you showed care and concern and you wanted better for me and, and you coached me or you, you, you imparted into me. I understand what my gifts are and I love to use those, but I had no idea that this person said, it's because of you, I'm still alive. They made choices to continue on with their life because I was giving freely of the gift that I was given to them. Years later, I had no idea. Now imagine if I became selfish and, and didn't do what I was supposed to do with this individual. And I've heard that story on more than one occasion. On my most challenging days, when I deal with, as we all do, and I'm human, I deal with doubt, fear, depression, anxiety. Yep, those are all emotions. And I'm not immune to them. I face them like everybody else. And on those days when I can take the gift that I have been given and use it, the confirmation that comes back to me is that God can still use me. My life has value. There's fulfillment to be found in that. So when you're going through what it is that you're dealing with in life, don't ask yourself the question, what do I have to lose? But what is it do I have to give, right? And what gift do I have to give to others? And when you're, when you're questioning whether or not you should, when you're questioning, well, I don't know that this is going to amount to a thing, and maybe this doesn't, give anyway. Give anyway. When, when it feels, you know, you know that you feel fulfilled in giving the gift, right? But you, you may see something on the perimeter that, that from a man's standpoint, well, I need to be rewarded, or I need some sort of accolades, or I, I need to be thanked, and that isn't there. That's, that's, that's none of your business. You give the gift you were given to give. I'm tired. Give anyway. I don't think I have this give anyway. If it's in you, give it anyhow. You never know the seed that you will be planting. You will never know the impact. You may not 
in that moment that you can have by giving of that gift. Sometimes it's just sitting next to another individual. Sometimes it's just listening. Sometimes it's showing some empathy or compassion. Sometimes it's just a little act of politeness. I'm not saying that you've got to go through these massive efforts. And a hint, an indication is this was given to you effortless. It was a gift that was given to you. You're highly skilled and refined at it. It, it, was, it is probably something that comes naturally to you. So when you don't feel like it, that's the time to do it. When you're all up in your own feelings in yourself, and but life has thrown this at me and I don't feel like it because, you know, this didn't happen for me, give anyway. Plant seeds, plant good seeds. The law of seed time and harvest. You plant seeds over time, it results in a harvest. Don't be one of those who need to pray for crop failure. Be one of those who gave, who was thankful for having the impartation of a gift. Be one of those who finds contentment and fulfillment in knowing that God still can use me. That in and of itself is a purpose, is a reason to live, is, is so fruitful of the fruits of the Spirit so valuable, so packed, God can still use me. And why is that important? For a couple of reasons. One, if you don't give the gift you were given to give, who's going to miss out? Who's going to be misled? Who's going to be guided in, the, in a direction they shouldn't go? One plants, one waters. What your role and job in another person's life of this grand scheme of how things are put together God put that gift in you for a reason. And secondly, the walk with Christ requires us, compels us to give the gifts we were given to give. And God being the gentleman that he is, by example, had his only son, his only begotten son, give the ultimate gift, the gift of eternal life, because Christ through his enormous sacrifice, he was perfect, but he went through mistreatment and torture and eventual death to come back to life, to rise again, so that we can live in eternity with him. We were given the ultimate gift. And all that's asked in return is to give the gifts we were given, to abide, to walk with Christ, without going through what Christ went through, to help others to inspire, to encourage, to love. But is it love covers a multitude of sins? If we can look the other way, if we can give forgiveness. So in your life, look for the opportunity to give, to practice giving. Give of the gifts that you were given. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for your word. We thank you for who you are in our lives, in our minds, in our bodies, and in our, in our souls, in this world. We thank you for the guidance that you have given us through your word, 
through your example and through others. God, we thank you for the gifts that you have given us to put inside of us that we didn't have to work for or ask or earn that we may use these gifts to cause others to lead more peaceful lives, more joy-filled lives, to come to know you and to have the relationship with you that we have, to benefit from your sacrifice, from your love, from your graciousness. And Father, if there's any amongst those that are listening that do, do, do not have a relationship with you, God, we just ask that they pray this prayer to be able to begin to have a relationship with you. The sinner's prayer goes like this. Father God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I believe in my heart that your son Jesus died on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved. Father, I ask that you come into my heart and I accept your precious gift of salvation into my heart, victory over sin and eternal life with you. And God, I thank you. I thank you for this message and I thank you for your words. I thank you for this opportunity. There are so many things that I have to be thankful for, so many gifts that you have been given. Show me, Father how I may best serve you by giving the gifts that you have given me to give to others. This we ask and pray in your son, in Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, the sinner's prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life. Today is a new beginning. This moment is a new opportunity. I encourage you to read and study and immerse yourself in God's word so that you will be well equipped to manage the challenges that you will face here on earth and to know and discern and develop the gifts that he has given you to give. I ask of you that you share this message with others so that it will encourage them in their daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support and I hope you join us again next Sunday. Until then, Go and live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's word and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.